Hello and welcome to the DFS PhD show for today, the 27th of June. You can see we're keeping it positive. We're remembering past successes, but we're not being ridiculous. We're making sure to know our numbers and we're going to use a little lesson from Neil today to, uh, to have a little fun at the beginning and show you why it's a little bit hard to, um, yeah guess what your income is going to be when you do this kind of thing for a living. So Neil's showing off, showing off. He's g going to one part of your roto tracker, showing biggest wins for MLB. He is the MLB tout right now for stochastic. He was taking over their stochastic MLB handle. And his main point here is it's hard to stay positive. And when you stay positive, you are eking it out. And so the winner, uh, you know, he's won hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years, probably five, 10, who knows? Um, no, no offense, not gonna say old. I think Neil is, but this is the winning guest that was Price's Right rules for his profit lifetime. So you know, obviously mine looks ridiculous right now. So I'm not trying to to show off, but I just wanted to show his screen here. This is his like lifetime roto trackers for MLB, just barely positive. Look at all those fees paid. You know, like this is how it normally looks for people. The fact that it looks this way for me now. I understand, you know, like it's normally looking more negative overall. The last year, you can see I already had it looking up. Last year was net positive because I figured out how to be a professional of this. But generally speaking, like it's uh, this ROI is unsustainable. And like if you hash it by sport or whatever, you get more realistic things. So now we're going to this year baseball. <clears throat> so it was going bad and it was going good. And then it's going bad again. And it's mostly just lack of discipline since I want a bunch of money from um, whatever the other thing. Let me turn off the noise. Can you hear noise? Oh, maybe not. Um, yeah, it's definitely making noise. Muted. Okay. I already had it muted. Don't know what's going on there. But okay. So yeah, these are, I know I've been making not positive expected value plays. Specifically, I'm trying to A-B test, uh, you know, 150 lineups, you know, kind of to figure out what's going on with a couple different services. And that's not profitable to do. So we're not profiting. We've been losing money doing that. But we also get data from doing that. And so I now know, you know, a little bit of what a weighted average looks like. It takes us to the top. And as evidence that we are still getting a good data set, you need to go to your graphs, finish position and break your contest size. So figure out when you're in the top 1%, figure out when you're in the top and make sure it's higher than the expect average value, right? Because that's with making sure that when you're getting those big results, they're big enough to justify all this grinding, right? So 1% isn't really even enough. You need to be looking at 0.5%. Are you outperforming? Like I was unhappy with some of these percentages for me. When I went to 0.1%, it wasn't like the absolute, yeah, like my absolute top bucket, not good enough, right? And I already know that because I haven't won any money. So I just kind of expect that to regress to the mean just based on the behavior of the 0.5% buckets and massively outperforming for the top few point, point 0.5, massively outperforming the top one, two, three percent, you know, massively being, what is this? 217 where you'd expect 140. So that is 50% outperforming. So yeah. This is just like I saw, like, you know, I go over to basketball. Is it even this good? I don't even know if it's up. No, not NASCAR. No, I know what we're going to see there. If I go to basketball, yeah, it's not even that good. So, you know, I want a bunch of money in basketball. And I have a better stat profile here in baseball. That's why I felt comfortable talking to you about baseball, is I know I know how to build these top one, two, three, four, five percent lineups. 
Um, so anyway, yeah, just showing you why I'm confident and giving you picks and stuff. And what I know I need to work on is what's what's something's holding me back from getting to the absolute top one percent, top point one percent as much as I need to. And I'm getting a lot of these great second point two percent. Yay! Ugh. Not quite take that. Um, so speaking of, this is just a Madden sim win. Just showing you what you do every day to make money. Make money. You do Madden sims. You do MLB showdowns. Nobody else is doing them. DraftKings wants to offer these products for their partners. I don't. For me, I guess. But I love you, DraftKings. Thank you again. So continue to run these things that must be good for you somehow. Um, okay. So here's what I told you to do for pitchers yesterday. Yeah. Hope you play Spencer Strider. I saw a fun joke. Somebody was saying he had a floor game, tough one for those who rostered him. And I mean, it's kind of true these days, right? He only got 10 strikeouts. He still gave up a couple of runs. Oof. It was a tough one. No, he's got, he's got incredible stuff. It's a wonder to watch him pitch. Colin Reyes starting to get into the consideration. You know, he did all right. A few games in a row now. He's almost, I can kind of count on that. I told you guys, yeah, I, had, I was going to go to some Sonny Gray, maybe. There was an okay play. Heaney was the one who burned us all. Burned me probably 30, 35%. I forget what I went exactly. You can just see I'm still running some A-B tests here. Like I say, I got some data there. So going to figure out, I think I decided, yeah, I'm going to go with some more extreme A-B tests so I get more consistent data sets that um, my, my sims are running in. And maybe that'll get us to that top 0.1% a little bit more, aka profitability. So the other thing that would mean. But, you know, the mechanism of profitability is important. If you're just getting lucky with, you know, one shots here, one shots there, you're not going to sustain that. Uh, parentheses, I guess I just saw that with my NBA data. And I know that. I mean, I wasn't pouring money right back into it. I was putting a consistent amount in all year long because I had a little bit of a, a sliver there at the top. But I wasn't giving out, giving out advice like I am with this data set. Okay, so this is the one game we got to watch for today. I Milwaukee at the Mets um, in terms of weather concerns for those who are listening to the podcast yeah we've got the game tapering off uh everything else you know check back obviously an hour or two probably two before lock at least um at the latest hopefully you have all day long to do nothing like some of us do um if you don't probably don't want 50 max you should at least have the 30 minutes before lock to to fidget everything and make sure you've got the most consistent set of all of your data because if you're not if you're A-B testing, you need to A-B test everybody's most recent data set. You can't just use the morning data set. That's not going to work. We learned that early on in the data. Like, it's pretty easy if you've got, you know, if you've got a good optimizer. Okay, so pictures we want today. We're slamming Otani, Gaussman, Woo, Darvish. I also have some prize picks that hopefully are still there. It's been like half an hour now, so maybe they've gotten bumped. Under 5.5 hits is ridiculous. I don't know why they did that. Um, Zach Galen, I just, I worry. Who are they playing against? There's just so much exposure for, I don't know. I don't know the upside with him. I, I'm going to leave it at 25. We'll see if we get there. 25% uh, maximum. Taking some shots on Galen, but I'm, I feel feel like I should be fading him. So I'm not I'm not taking as many shots. I mean, this is going to be, again, 150 lineups in the $2 because pretty cool payout structure. Anytime you got the top five paying out $1,000, Making a run at it because that's a free month of Saberson. That's worth extra besides the thousands of dollars. It's worth a thousand and one hundred and fifty or whatever it is. Um, fully worth it. Love Saberson, even though you can see I'm piping in A B testing additional stuff. That's just to make my entire data stream unique. 
I want to be able to have like this projection and that ownership and it be like that I have the best uh, overall performing thing because I'm not beholden to any one site. And some of these guys got to be like, oh, I will love this site. I love this site. And I don't have to be that way because I'm just like a free agent or whatever. Um, so I can just figure out what sites are best at what, which is kind of an open secret anyway. And I just pay them for that. You know, like I know I'm paying one of the sites for, for ownership mostly. You know, I guess I shouldn't say their name on air. I like them and and happy to uh, get on a stream with any of you guys if you want to. Okay, so uh, we've got so we're taking shots today. Our weird shots. Kopech I think is okay. Peterson is okay. Gavin Williams I got him still. Irvin I'm taking shots and I'm taking weird shots on Kershaw today. Kershaw you'll know why he's weird today because we're also stacking Dodgers bats. Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball. They're playing in Coors Field. As a little bit of a hedge, I think I'm taking the under on 2.5 hits, runs, and RBIs for David Peralta, who, I don't know, I guess they're assuming bats fifth because he has been, but might bat ninth. I mean, might DNP, so, you know, but we'll push the bet in that case. I'll probably cancel it because, you know, I don't do four bets, so I'll cancel it and do whatever the taco is in place of the, the missing bet. Um, but, yeah, I think I said Elder. I'm um, taking shots on Elder. He's kind of like a, a shooter, you know, like maybe he has a great game, maybe not. So I'll have some elder in case he has one of those great games. Cause I think five to 15% is fair. And 15, I guess is a little aggressive. I'll double the field on elder seems fine. Maximum. I assume the ownerships are fine here generally or order of magnitude at least. Uh, okay. So yeah, let's look at price picks. See if we got any new ones and assuming not. Okay. They actually did add pretty significant one there. <laughs> Ah, man, these are two really good ones. Uh, definitely take these. And, okay, so take Tatis and Ramirez. Okay, I'm going to add these to my list. Tatis and Ramirez. These are obviously great batters. But these matchups, I mean, they're fine. But just 2.5 is crazy. Honestly, even at Coors Field, I've told you. I was I was taking one earlier that's somewhere on this list that's now way down here. Yeah, David Peralta is like points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I double-checked this before telling you guys to take this. So do not take what I said on the Twitter. Instead, take these under 2.5 hits, runs, and RBIs. It's just a lot. Yeah, they probably get there one-third of the time. But I just I think two-thirds of the time is juicy enough for me at 50% odds. I'll take 66% hits. So instead of Peralta under 2.5, which maybe still hits but is in course field, now we got Tatis and Ramirez 2.5s, which are better. Um, Otani 1.5 earned runs. I don't think even pops anymore with all this value that just opened up. Yeah, I still like Moreno over um, over 0.5 strikeouts if they have it. But yeah, there's just a lot of undervalue just opened up. I can't take a stuff against Wu because I like the under. Um, I like his under hits the most. That's definitely still there. So Wu under hits definitely. Um, under 5.5 hits, Moreno over 0.5 strikeouts. Tampa Bay is just a bullpen and heater. I mean, the problem is he might start and go two, you know, maybe two at bats or something. But even then, he might strike out. He might cover this. Uh, he, he's covered in three of the last five. That's not part of my consideration. Though. It's mostly just I think it covers about 65 plus percent of the time. Easy. Uh, same thing with Otani. Same reasoning. He's great, but he might give up two runs in a in a quality start. You know two runs over six innings or something. It's not that high of a, a line, but do have better value maybe now. Yeah. I take this under Josh Naylor as well. 
instead of the Otani. These 2.5s are just nuts. I mean, what do they think? Singer? They really don't like Singer. Somebody at the book just thinks you guys hate Singer. But he knows they, that Singer are going to get ground balls, which is true, or fly balls, whichever one he is. So I think that's fine, and, and that play is better than the Otani play, which was more earned runs. I don't even know if that's still on the board. It is. That's 0.69. Yeah, I agree. That's a little bit less good. So these top two are good. Um, but then I probably do do instead the Naylor, Ramirez, Tatis, 2.5 hits, runs, RBIs. That really is still on the board. I, I don't think it will be very long. So let me finish this uh, video. I don't think I have anything else to say except, yeah, know your metrics, guys. Like, you know, it's not bad. You know, I thought I thought things were worse. I thought things were worse than they are. You know, I knew I lost $2,000 this month or whatever. But it's not that big of a deal because my finishing, like the, the results were still fine. I just got a little bit unlucky in terms of the exact bucket things finished in. So I don't need to, I don't think I need to make major strategy changes. Just know where you're at and know whether or not the amount of money that you're, you're making or losing um, is uh, makes sense for your current AB testing environment. All right. So put it that way for now. And yeah, um, I guess I've taken eight shots today for prize picks. So, Good luck to me to make all eight of those on Taco Tuesday. And good luck to you guys as well. And we'll see you tomorrow, no doubt rolling in tons and tons of money.